Yo, I just got a little hustle, got a little work, couple little jobs for the eyes, a little dirt, couple ends for my troubles, couple little perks, never took orders well, self-sufficient little jerk, lining up the sheep and preparing to sink my teeth in, the AKA's the wolf, What's good, y'all? This is the Wolf Wars Podcast. I'm your host, Taji Aki. Got Shantae in the building. Hey. Special guest, Dre, back in the building. What's up? You've seen him or heard him on some of our earlier podcasts. He was on, I think, the marriage one and hip hop. Yeah, hip hop, a review one we did. Yeah. All American. Was that what it was? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, Dre back in the building. Um, So, Adele just came out with her album, most recent album, right? Yeah, 30. And, uh, you know, I'm listening to it and I started thinking like, it's pretty dope. Like personally, I, it's, it's some stuff that I can't, you know, the vibe of it is a little bit different than some of her previous ones. It has like a throwback, mm-hmm. like sixties type of vintage feel, yeah, vintage feel to it. Mm-hmm. Um, Hollywood. <laughs> but her albums are always dope. Like all her albums are dope. I feel like, you know, I was a fan of hers from her first album. And it's a lot of people who like Adele from back then. Who feel feel away because you know they feel like every she's popular now, so everybody you know the people who originally liked her it's like you know it's fans of Coldplay who feel you know a lot of ba- mm-hmm. people who like bands like that from back in the day once they get popular mm-hmm. they you know and everybody like them they feel like they went commercial mm-hmm. and they don't like them no more <laughs> stuff like that mm-hmm. or and maybe they still like them but they don't have the same enthusiasm because everybody embraces them now so it's people who feel like that about Adele but um I feel like she she's she's pretty much stayed true to with her original. Uh, vibe was like and um i feel like that and uh you know she maintained the quality of her work it's gotten a little bit more quality as far as the sound of it and whatnot but you know the, the crisp sound and all that kind of stuff you know, she did have she had a throat surgery or something oh, did she? on her voice box this is probably around album the 21 album yeah i believe it was around that time but yeah she was having some like vocal problems and she got um surgery on her voice box and she she said that helped she lost her voice yeah i forgot about that this was necessary surgery yeah Yeah. that's interesting i think it like saved her voice so did it did her voice change did you notice any change i think i remember seeing an interview where she said that she feels like it's more clear and that the ease okay. in hitting certain notes, okay. like she doesn't have that raspiness that she I can, had. I can kind of hear that. Yeah. I actually can hear that. Yeah, yeah. I think I think her voice yeah. is stronger now. It's yeah. smoother. I smoother, think. smoother. Very that's a good word. Some people might not like the smoothness though. Like some people might not like the grittiness of her original. Sound. I did like the grittiness. Mm-hmm. I, Nineteen is my favorite album of hers, and I think I like it because it was very gritty and very raw. Yeah, so we, so I decided we're gonna call this a review show uh, and talk about Adele, but we're not gonna talk about her album per se. I think I want to talk more about where Adele ranks. Is it fair to say Adele ranks very high already in the history of like female vocalists? And I want to talk about that and and why why not like all the ins and outs of that. Mm-hmm. Um, is it crazy to say that she's like number one or <laughs> top five? I don't think it is. Where would you rank her? <clears throat> I, I definitely have her in the top five. Okay. S- some days I think she's one. But <laughs> scared, I, are you scared to say? I, she's I, I, I am. I am. <laughs> scared, scared to Why? say. Why? Because I. <laughs> I can't put her above like Whitney and Aretha. Why not? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why. I just I I I don't know. Is it because she white? It may be. I was gonna ask. It may be. It may be. But 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 she don't sound white or whatever a white pop artist is supposed to sound. Like. Well, first of all, is that is she, is she pop? Is that what is, it, is that what her category is? I would not call her consider her pop. Sometimes I would even say like folky. Like she almost has folky vibes. Yeah, sometimes I, I wouldn't consider her pop, but I think she's, she's listed as she's pop. listed in that genre. So here's one thing I'll say about it though. <clears throat> I don't think you can pigeonhole her. Great point. I think she's just an artist, mm. right? And that's one of the reasons I definitely would have her in the top five, without a doubt, because of her artistry. Now, mm-hmm. if we're talking about just pipes, right? You know, Aretha, right. you know, all these singers like that, right? You know, can bang with her as far as that. Just right. pipes, just singing ability alone. And that was one of my criteria because I was going to say even even with the or string of albums, she's done pop R and B. The folky stuff. She's yeah. doing the vintage on this album, the sixties type style. Mm. So she could do any, a lot of different. Stuff. She could do any yeah. type of style and kill it. Yeah. But it all still is Adele. Like even if it's still it's, true to her. Yeah, yeah it still is very much her, the essence of her. Yeah. 
Yeah. So like, as far as her, like I, I'm ranking her on, I'm ranking a singer based on artistry, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And um, as an artist and vocalist and all that total package, right? I'm ranking her definitely top five, maybe top three. Three. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Now, on a personal level, right, you know, I think y'all might both know Diana Ross is like my favorite mm-hmm. female vocalist. Mm-hmm. She not bang with Adele as far as like pipes, right. and singing ability. Right. Her voice, I like better than Adele's. Mm-hmm. And then, like you got to factor all that stuff into it. Like, you know, we we had this debate in our group on, on um, well, kind of had this debate in our group on uh, what's that? And our homie Cave brought up, yeah, but a, n- a new vocalist, also white. <laughs> new vocal, and I want to get into that part too later. Mm-hmm. Uh, new newer vocalist whose voice I like better than Adele's. Like what I mean by that is if Yeba is talking to me, like in her talking voice, I like the feel of her voice better than I like Adele's voice. Aesthetic, Who is this? Aesthetically, right, you like right. her voice better. Yes. yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, she sings differently than Adele. Her stuff is more rangy. Adele's is more power. Mm-hmm. I think I would say. Who did you say this? Yeba. Was? Okay. Okay. I think that's how you pronounce yeah, it. Yeah. Yeba. Yeah. She's got a very unique voice. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, and I think she does maybe a little bit more with her voice than Adele tends to do. Not to say Adele can't do it, but she don't that's not her style. So what's interesting about that? So you you can kind of compare this to rappers. So there are rappers that can rapidly rap you to death mm-hmm. but can't make a song. Mm-hmm. And the people that can't really rap that make hit like fifty cent I don't think can rap and yes. make like, what do you say? Yes. But that nigga can make a hit rock and he got a voice right. and, and his voice yes right yep. but, that's true but say Nas or somebody that can rap 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 hasn't really gotten his just due to like now yeah as and far I as think I think songs. and not to, not to sidetrack on that a little bit but I think well, my issue with Nas as far as that would be <laughs> yeah. is he sounds a little boring yeah sounds right. a little boring his, now, his, rap, his rap skills is you know top notch right but you know he can you know same, same thing with um with uh, Black Thought you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He sounds boring. Like, yeah. Skills-wise, ain't nobody really messing with Black Thought, in my right. opinion. Or but, we can go back. Remember Cannabis? Yes. Yep. I can't listen to a whole album of Cannabis. No. no. But you, you, Nas is your favorite artist. Yeah. I, I, I'm telling you, I could never really yeah. get into Nas like yeah, that no, because because like album-wise, listen through it, you know, yeah. I get a little bored. Right. You know what I mean? Well, be, him being my favorite artist, I get bored. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a good comparison. Like, you know, there's different things that contribute to making in my opinion like a singer a top singer yeah um and then some of these artists like you know back in the day a lot of them wasn't even writing their own music mm-hmm. you know they you know giving tracks or you know right. quincy jones my whatever you know yeah. what i'm saying yeah. um diana ross may benefited from writing a little bit more mm-hmm. but i just like how her voice makes me feel mm-hmm. is she be- uh, would i put her above adele uh, probably not no. <laughs> no but as far as my personal favorites i would say Historically, look, Diana Ross had years of singing, so she had plenty, many years to make hits. So, you know, I, uh, can I say I like more of her songs, though? They, uh, Adele, well, how many albums she got? Four. Four. Yeah, so she got a lot of hits on those four albums, you know what yeah. I'm saying? But, you know, Diana Ross did up-tempo stuff, and, you know, mm-hmm. you know, so it's a whole different feel. And then with Diana Ross, you, she had Smokey Robinson writing for right, her. Right, she had, right. you know what I mean, a machine Motown behind her, so it was a different... Adele writes a lot of her own stuff. Her right. first album, I think she did the, her own producing oh, yeah. of music and right. everything. Right. She plays various instruments. Yeah, so she... <laughs> Full package. She really so, is. So I'll tell you, make a good case for it. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I think also the thing about Adele... And this is something I was wondering myself is, is it also like Adele is refreshing. Yeah. Like there, who we haven't seen an Adele in a long time. Somebody who could just, she could just stand in the middle of a stage and sing. We don't have that. And I wonder if that also adds to her allure is because who else is doing that? Like I was really thinking of female singers. Everybody want to dance and break dance, have their break dancing and whatnot in between. Like Adele just is a powerhouse in this. She could sell out an audience with just literally her voice alone. And to your point, when I was thinking about this topic, I was thinking like just the way Adele makes me feel when I listen to it. Yes. You know what I mean? Like like, like when I told you just to put it on, let it play. Like I was just, I think I was painting something and I just had it on and I'm just happily painting. Like I didn't even want to paint, but I'm like, the way it makes you feel. Yep. (laughs) Yep. So I think y'all both know I've gotten disenchanted with music over the years Um, because I feel like the, basically what I'm talking about, like I think the artistry has been taken out of a lot of pop, urban, definitely, whatever the case is. You know, popular music, I'll just put it that way. And the proof of that to me is that I don't feel it anymore. Mm-hmm. 
uh, I think music is supposed to make you feel. It's supposed to make you emote. It's supposed to make you, you know, they're saying that music is supposed to make you smarter, mm-hmm. right? I think music stopped doing that by and large. Mm-hmm. And when I listen to like an Adele, I don't feel that. I, I feel that it gives me all of that stuff. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it gives you it's relatable with all those things. And the ironic thing is, a lot of people who a lot of Adele's detractors detract because they say that her music is too sappy, too uh, melodramatic, I've heard it, I've heard too it as old apologetic, music, yeah. stuff like but that. But that's real life, okay, right? Right. So, <laughs> and I have a problem with that because it's like so music, especially women's music over the past couple decades, has taken a turn towards badass, right? Mm-hmm. The Beehive might have a lot to say about <laughs> us saying Adele is better than her and not even mention Beyonce's name. Right. A lot of young black women or whatever related to Beyonce's music a little bit more because it's like, you know, it's sassy, it's mm-hmm. taking your power back, it's now, all that stuff, right? Beyonce is in my top five. Like, I definitely would have Beyonce in my top five because I like that about her. Yeah, and, that, and that's the all good. Like, power. you know, that's fair. Mm-hmm. Um, Beyonce is uh, you know, kind of a um, pioneer somewhat as far as that style. Right. Yeah, and she's an entertainer. Yeah, and she can. She sing. does the dancing. She could yeah. command the stage. And she is underrated as a singer. People don't think she can sing. You know, they look at her performances mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff in her songs, but don't realize she can sing. Like Beyonce yeah. can sing and writes most yeah. of, if not all, her stuff. Yeah, yeah. and she can even do a little rapping when she wants to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks to so. thanks to who? <laughs> so yeah, Beyonce cannot be you know left out of the conversation. Right. But I'm just bringing her up to say like. You know, to draw reference to that style um, of music, where she's not even as extreme as a lot of these um, right. singers are now, and is coming out with the sassy, you know, more badass, more or um, man bashing type songs. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so my thing with that criticism on Adele is like, what's wrong with that? Like, what's wrong with love? You know what I'm saying? Like, why is that such a thing that we don't want to talk about anymore in a in a softer, more poetic way? Like. What's wrong with that? If you listen to music from the 60s, 70s, black women, they were... Now, I'm not saying it's a good thing to sound submissive, right? Some of the songs sounded more submissive mm-hmm. style, but like that's when black love was more of a positive thing in a community. I think I think people are scared to be vulnerable right. now. Mm-hmm. And it makes, I guess... It vulnerable makes, is a word. Yeah. Right. It makes them look a certain way in their mind. Like they're weak. I don't know what what it is, but that's I think they're people are shying away from that. Right, and and Adele's detractors don't like her for that reason. Right. That her music is vulnerable. Yes, and it is apologetic more so from a woman's perspective. It's the opposite of say who has very great, very good singing ability, a Jasmine Sullivan. Her singing ability is up there with Adele's, right? Yes. But her last album was just to- took a total spin. We did a we, did we do a podcast on that? I'm not sure if we did a podcast on that. We did, yeah. We, I was it was it Wolf Wars or was it Underground World? Underground World. Okay, so we didn't do Wolf Wars on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did a podcast on uh, Jasmine Solomon's last album when she did a complete 180, and it was just like sex and all that. So I started it's thinking. Call, it's called hotels. Yeah, I started thinking. Does Adele even talk about sex on a whole album? No. She has one song I could think of ever. called "Miss You" like on ever. her album 25. Yeah, 25. Where that's more of a, like a kind of. Sultry, Sultry, sensual thing, but not, album. Yeah, but she no. d- barely, barely talks about sex. Barely. No, she barely. really does. Think about that. Barely. But as far as a vulnerable, I think that's why I have not really listened to this album Thirty because when she was being asked like what this album was about, she was mm-hmm. like, "It's about divorce and heartache," and I was like, "Ooh, but I'm gonna take a pass." But, but, but why? <laughs> why? Why though? Because I think another thing too, why people shy away from the vulnerable music is because music is an escape for a lot of people. Like that's why we want the fast beats. That's why like mm-hmm. we like the Beyonces who like we could dance and feel empowered and everything. But Adele's music, all you can do is just sit down and listen to it and if it puts you in your feels and you gotta be in your feels about it. But now to your point, especially with this album, is because it it it, it does on the surface talk about her divorce and things like that but then within those songs within those songs she's like it's a song called uh, Drink Wine where she's talking about don't take yourself so seriously and and within her songs it's almost like she's having a what's the word I'm trying to look for she's just having like some type of dialogue with you about what's going on but then that breaks down into different things mm-hmm. so it's not just it's not just about divorce but like yeah. I said you, but you gotta listen to it thoroughly through because each each song 
goes with the the previous song and is okay. intertwined nicely and it's like almost and it's almost it's like, like a story, story. she yeah. said like that story. too didn't she come out and have the streaming sites take away the shuffle yeah features yeah. because she said like it's a storybook yeah. like and you it, need to listen and it, to and it makes sense there's a reason. Yeah, I, I didn't listen i listened to them so I, i'm a song listener yeah. i'm not an album yeah. listener so i listen to song by song yeah on any, anybody's work yeah. but um and it makes sense because in the beginning it's kind of like it's kind of like what you're saying like the sad but then as it goes on she's like no I wait i gotta snap out of this and i can't take myself so seriously and then by the end she's on, on a more upbeat note okay. but yeah. but to draw like a um go back to what you were saying and you say music is an escape there's also like a saying I, i'm i don't know the saying but it's just along the lines of the best music to listen to when you're sad is I forget how it goes, but it's basically sad saying that the best music to listen to is sad music because for some reason, a way that that chemically meshes with your sadness makes you feel better. It's like, like I, mm-hmm. I forget what the saying is, you know what I'm saying? But I can relate to that because I listen to a lot of mellow type music, mellow dramatic type music, sometimes with no words in it, just dramatic music and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it helps me think about things and process things and process experiences mm-hmm. and all these kinds of things. And it's almost like a coping mechanism, right? So, like when you when you deal with um, when you go to a therapist, right? You're mm-hmm. talking about these things, you're talking it out, and you're getting mm-hmm. it out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or when I was talking to you earlier about like when people are depressed or whatever, mm-hmm. they don't want somebody to say, "Oh, things are going to be great." Right. They don't want right. to hear that. Right. They want to hear commiseration to a degree, yes. right? And then maybe mix some of that in there. But not in the, like, I've been depressed and I I go to heavy metal or like rock. Like, I want to not feel my insides and hear my thoughts. Like, I will turn rock music all the way up when I'm sad. Like, maybe because I'm some, that's my coping mechanism is to not have to sit with heavy feelings. See, then we're then we going to get deeper with it, though, because like, <laughs> because you ain't never coping. You're never dealing with them when you do that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I right. love that. <laughs> Life feels better when you're not coping with heavy shit. Who wants to deal with that? Yeah, but <laughs> you. Me. Yeah, but you also don't want to have heavy shit all the time. Right, right. You want to get the heavy shit out and away, right? right. I get, I, that's, that's a good point, because now I'm thinking of like when I've listened to Adele, and I'll listen to sad music when I'm feeling good, because I feel like I can could like handle it i feel like mm-hmm. i'm geared i'm armored up like i can handle this it's not gonna make me feel some type of way yeah. i mean it's a thin line I like i hear what you're saying it's, <laughs> it's a thin line i hear you because you don't want to like if you just dealing with a bad breakup you might not want to listen to something that's making you having to think about the bad breakup and, not, and to yeah. be but, all sad and shit like yeah, not, yeah, who not, wants that yeah you, you now you, you don't want to wallow in it but right, right but you want to you want to confront it though right and that's mm-hmm. why I'll listen to like like fuck music like fuck you. <laughs> like that's when I'll pull out my Beyonce bad bitch. Playlist. I mean, we all deal with stuff, dude. You've dealt with the pressure, so it might be different for you than like the average person. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Because I could wallow right. like a right, bitch. Right. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we don't want to do that. No. So the other thing too, right? Is let's talk about the white thing, okay? <laughs> because mm-hmm. because and it's just a question. I'm not saying this is a fact. Mm-hmm. Are white singers more able to not have, feel like they have to go the route of a Jasmine Sullivan to be successful? Yes, because they're white. Yeah. Do you think that's a real thing? Out, out the gate, they're white. So, so they already have the advantage of being more appealing to the general audience. So is white. that an unfair advantage for white artists like a Yeba it's an unf- like, who, is also, who also does diverse, like she sings whatever she wants to sing, sings whatever she feels? It is an unfair advantage. It's just... You, you, on the hip hop side, you can take an Eminem. Just him being white, or, mm-hmm. or, or just him being a white rapper already, with just a little bit of skills. Now, are you saying it's because they get the white audience, or are you saying it's because the industry allows them to have more creative um, freedom? Both. I yeah. agree. Well, even Adele, how she got her start was on MySpace. I think like she put her friends put her songs on MySpace, and then she just accidentally like stumbled into. Right. Um, somebody's office or they reached out or something along those lines and she was given complete creative freedom mm-hmm. and over her album 19 like you hear like stories of Rihanna where she couldn't even wear a certain color lipstick for years because right. they didn't want to, her image to be a certain yes, way and it is a thing now let's take mm-hmm. it a little deeper right <laughs> you go back in time or a little bit more we weren't pigeonholed as much right take a like you know I- I'm putting I'm putting Lauren Hill in my top five artists. All right, oh, yeah, that's <laughs> top nice. five artists. Yeah. Singing, maybe she could have been. She didn't last long enough on the top. You right. know what I'm saying? Maybe she could even singing. She had skills. Like Lauren Hill, Lauren Hill can sing. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah, she can. Um, 
you so you go Lauren Hill time and earlier. You didn't have to be ratchet. You didn't have to do the sassy black music. You didn't have to do all that kind of stuff. You could do fun. You go back even earlier. It was like even when the music music was vulnerable, it was fun. It was mm-hmm. you know there was no sex rant. You know sex wasn't all through the music and you know it was lighter. It was. It, I don't. I don't it, think Whitney Houston had a sex song. No, I was just listening yeah. to her playlist on my way here. It was all about love. She, yep. So doing like Lyft, for example, I have to be careful what I have on the radio. Mm-hmm. So there's a station I, I put on where they, they pretty much play like easy listening type stuff, sort of. Sometimes they play like up-tempo stuff, but it's all in that wheelhouse of like... It's like fa- safe. Safe music, yeah. right. You won't hear any modern R&B on <laughs> You won't hear it. If I, sometimes I try to turn on Q102, which is, you know, it's not urban per se. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, a more, it's more of a mix, but as soon as the rapper come on, I got to turn it off. People don't want to hear that, man. Mm-hmm. So, with and the way you got to think about this music is like, if you feel like you can't play around older people or kids, mm. then why is it even acceptable? Right. Yes. Right. Yes. On a mainstream level. Mm-hmm. So, I put on that station. Most of the music they play is it's older music. Mm-hmm. They'll play newer stuff, but it'll be like Adele, mm-hmm. stuff like Adele. Uh, yeah. The, um, the Latino boy was his name, Mars, Bruno Mars, stuff oh, like Mars. that. Oh, okay. Right. They'll pull it, you know, stuff like that, or white singers, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, mm-hmm. so which brings back to the point, like our music, our music, partly due to the in, to the people controlling it, and partly due to us not standing up for ourselves. Because you brought up Rihanna, she didn't have to do it. That's true, but then I guess to take it a step deeper and pull out some history too, because I don't know if y'all know Janis Joplin, mm-hmm. I would put her in my top five. And I was thinking about that because during that time where like rock music really became a thing, how was it getting to that point? These white artists, Elvis Presley, were going and taking the soul Mm -hmm. songs of unknown black artists and then taking it and jiving it up and whatever and making rock music. And those black artists, you know, went away like uh, Mm -hmm. Mama, Big Mama Thornton. Is that her name? Mm -hmm. I can't remember. Mm -hmm. Um, People like her. And so I also wondered when thinking about my top five list, like I think there's a there's a contention with the fact that black artists also have to work so much harder yeah, so, so to you, get you put fi- out there you find it problematic putting an adele up there because you like you you factor in all the things that they're up against and even yes. janice joplin too because i mean let's be real janice joplin covered a lot of bl- black you know rhythm and blues mm-hmm. singers mm-hmm. but they didn't get the no- the fame she did mm-hmm. uh look i can relate because that's what you see in hip-hop like you're not going to get like some of the underground artists being ranked in the tops because they were underground. They didn't compromise themselves. But it's a lot of underground artists is probably way doper than any of the people that's going to be in your top five. Right. It's what, it's what the people controlling our music have done to it, but I'm not even going to put it all on them because part of it is the listeners, the listening audience, and also the artists themselves. Right? Because if, if the artists stood up for themselves and they didn't compromise, they didn't give in, but they'd have to do it as a unit. You know what I'm saying? Because it's always going to be yeah. those ones who give in. It's always going to be a Jasmine Sullivan. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's I, was, true. I was about to say, yeah. in the in the industry, it's more marketable or appealing for, or it's more of a novelty for a white artist to sound like Adele right. or Yeba right. than it is for, it's a thousand Jasmine Sullivans. Right. Yes. It's only right. a couple of Adele's. Yep, I was just going to say that when it comes to Eminem, if Eminem was black, I think it's the fact that he's a white, he's white, he's a mm-hmm. rapper, and so people then... Draw, drew, were really mm-hmm. curious about him and drew him in more. The same with Adele, mm-hmm. same with Amy Whitehouse. Like, sorry, <laughs> <laughs> the same with Amy Winehouse. Mm-hmm. Like, a white woman who sounds like this. Did you say right. White House? I think it's Wine House. I think I said White House the first time. <laughs> I think I said White House the first time, but she's an honorable mm-hmm. mention in my top five. Yeah, and it's a shame because you do have to factor in all these variables mm-hmm. when it comes to like why white artists. Yeah. Uh, make music that's more relatable to a wider range of people. Now, it's also their background a little bit, though. I'm not going to totally rule out their backgrounds, where they come from, what they've been <laughs> exposed to, and their listening audience as far as, like, they do tend to be a little bit more rangy as far as their experiences and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. A lot of the black singers, because of where they're being picked, handpicked from, True. they only have certain things. They, they, they're, they're raised a certain way. And you know, when I talk about this with hip-hop over time, they're molding black culture into staying within a certain yes. uh, certain box as far mm-hmm. as like 
things they're even able to talk to. Mm-hmm. I mean, talk, talk about, about yeah. because they don't know anything else. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure uh, you you hear my playlist sometimes, right? Like mm-hmm. I have a playlist, like a YouTube playlist, mm-hmm. and it's black artists on there that do very quirky music. Yeah, man. Um, but they're not mainstream like that, right? right? But they're they're out there, right? right? And they do get some mainstream airplay. Mm-hmm. Um. But black people don't support them like that. Right. So, so it's partly us. You know what I'm saying? We don't support them like that. It's yeah. weird. It's whatever it is. They don't get They probably get more of a white audience than mm-hmm. black audience. I feel like Kid Cudi, I mean, I know we're not talking about rappers, but Kid Cudi is in my list, my top five list of rappers. But he's not in many people because I feel like he doesn't fit that right. quote unquote right. black mold. rapper right. mold. Right. Yep. He came out talking about mental health mm-hmm. and depression mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And mm-hmm. we know how the black community feels about that. Right. Yeah. So... Yeah, like so, like in Adele, a Yeba, you know, they they do music that I put on. I don't, I don't feel like like I want to go punch somebody in the face. <laughs> I don't feel like I want to go f somebody. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> like it just makes me think about life. Mm-hmm. It makes me think about yeah. stuff. It makes me mm-hmm. feel without even listening to That's the true. lyrics per- necessarily. Mm-hmm. It makes me feel something. It makes me think about you know that time in fifth grade or that time in high school or that time, whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? That's funny you bring that up because when I was listening to this Adele album in particular. Like there's there's some hip hop artists, you included, where you'll say something. I'm like, oh man, or you'll be like, oh, that's what he said. Adele on here is, is like she rapping, mm. like mm. just her her lyrics. I'm starting right, 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 like right. it makes you not think. even not even like the musical yeah. part, but the words. It's yeah. real. Yeah, it's because it's real. It's real. There's a song of hers called A Million Years Ago on her last album that like I gotta listen again. That's a song that I gotta listen to when I'm in a good mood mm-hmm. because. It makes me just thinking about life, like getting older, changing, like how do you look back and realize how different things have come, your friend group. Mm. And that always puts me in my feels a little bit. Like, it's, it's like too uh, real. The, the, her song for me that did, did that is uh, When We Were Young. Like that makes mm. me think about. Mm. And you don't even necessarily have to relate word for word with right. it. But if you could just take parts out of it, you know what I'm saying? Right. It, that always makes me think about. But there has, like, to, there has to be, when you're a true artist, there has to be some type of connection. Yeah. With you and the, your listeners, yeah, and uh, and Adele brings that all the time. And that realness, and that's something that I think is refreshing about Adele that we're missing. Adele is very real. I would give her that. I feel, I don't feel like she's manufactured. I don't feel like she's so commercialized. When she talks to you, when she does an interview, it feels real. Otherwise, mm-hmm. bes- you know, there's certain like even Beyonce. I love Beyonce, but in some of her early interviews, it's like you right, watch right, and it's right. like, do I even know Beyonce? Like <laughs> I me, left feeling like I got more questions than I got answers <laughs> about who let she is. Let me rewind and bring Lauren Hill back into the fold here because <laughs> <laughs> Lauren Hill. I was going to do a song just a tribute to Lauren Hill. She was the maybe the last kind of mainstream black singer artist that just did what she wanted to do. Her music it had a distinct sound to it, mm-hmm. and it was smooth stuff it was melodic stuff it was up tempo it was and the whole album Miss Education Lauren Hill the whole album was dope mm-hmm. that could bang that album could bang with any oh. Adele album yes. yeah. you know what I'm saying Definitely. but you know a black man must her up then <laughs> <laughs> yeah. she cut all her hair off <laughs> right. and, yeah. and people thought she was crazy well, and she also kind of hurt her own image. I heard about her being like two hours late to yeah, concerts yeah, it's, it's, it's and stuff, stuff. well she's like messed that. up by then like yeah. she not I don't know what happened Lauren but now on the, on the flip side of that we we just talked about this the other day. Adele canceled her show yeah, because yeah. it wasn't right. Yep, she yep. said no, it's got to be right. And yeah. I saw her do this on the Grammys the the year she had that surgery. She lost her voice. She came oh back. Everybody was like, well, "Wait for Adele." And she started the song off, and it didn't sound right. She said, Yeah, I, I'm I'm I got to give y'all the performance y'all been waiting for. And she made yeah. them start over. Yeah. Now hold, going hold, back hold, to hold, the hold white that, thing. Hold that thought real quick before I get off of my point because okay. you brought up the relatability. Lauren Hill was a was a relatable woman. Contrasting that to like the Rihanna's and the Beyonce's of the world, these like you know fabulous looking, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. Lauren Hill was a dark skin, yeah. just natural yeah. looking yeah. black woman, relatable round the way. Yes, yeah. you know what I mean. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I was listening to what you were saying, and then you put me on the spot. Um, when it comes to what Dre said about Adele canceling her show. My first thought, because I'm looking through comments, I watched a video, and every single comment was a positive one. And my first thought was, if this was a black entertainer, (laughs) would they have received the same forgiveness for everybody? Because honestly, like, I get what she's saying. I respect that she wants to put out a perfect show. Mm -hmm. However, 
the show was supposed to start on Friday, so it's <laughs> right. like, you mean to tell me you only found out Thursday night right. <laughs> that you would, like, where are you? Are you even in the States? <laughs> Like, right, right, right. That seems to me like I know you didn't just realize that moment that right. your show wasn't put together. Not trying to criticize her or anything, but I'm yeah. just saying. But but because she's white, she gets that pass. And everyone thinks it's beautiful. It's like, beautiful. oh, she just wants to be perfect. Right. A black day would have beta berated Lauren Hill if she did that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, unfortunately, we got to factor all of these into it. I mean, it's just a, a parallel to life. You know what I'm saying? It's like a parallel to life, just in our working White environments. Yeah. So there's a degree of privilege related to Adele success. It is. Um, but you know, we if we just looking at it for face value and taking it for what it sounds like and what it does for our lives and stuff like that, right. I gotta put her top five. I can't I'm reluctant to put her one just because of all the right. privilege. That's elements. and that's that's yeah. why I'm apprehensive to do that. Right. That's right. why. Well, and Diana Ross forever has your number one spot. Probably, I probably not need to move her out <laughs> just because she, you know, that's that's my personal connection. You know, to growing up, I've always been able to listen to Diana Ross music. She's not my generation, but you know, Motown. You know, we was little. We listened to music before our time. Yes, yep. you know what I mean, unlike these days. <laughs> right, right. Unlike now. Right. Uh, you know, as I get older, you know, what I mean, like I don't, I, I don't listen to. You know, I don't listen to as much dining roll as I did growing up and everything. You know, more there's more music available to you. Of so, course. you know, you spread your listeners listening around a little bit more. And right now, my my genre of choice is more like alternative, folkish mm-hmm. type stuff. I got alternative playlists on my thing yeah, right now. Yeah, because that's that that's what makes me feel the most. Sometimes not even. Sometimes it might be movie scores. I like I said, I'm a song listener, not an album listener. So I'll use um no Siri a lot and say Siri, what's this? And then I just add it to my playlist. And, and we talked about this when we were reviewing uh, All American. His songs on like shows yeah. yep. that you will be playing. I'll Shazam it. Yep. What, what's yep. that? And it'll yep. be somebody I never even heard of. Yep. 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 That I do like. I appreciate watching TV shows mm-hmm. for that reason and mm-hmm. movies because I feel like they do a good job especially certain types of shows yeah. mm-hmm. like they do a good job of finding those underground artists yeah. and really shining a light on them yeah and and it helps when you see it in a movie because you relate it to a scene like the emotion of a scene yeah. so now when you hear that song you know what I'm saying you always have a connection to a feeling yeah. you know what I mean but uh yeah so like you know I, th- I think music for what music is supposed to be it's supposed to make you feel something. It's supposed to give you connection and relatability and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think, you know, I think Adele's music, that's what it does for me. You know what I mean? I feel bad for saying this, but I still wanted to go back to like the 19 era. <laughs> I want that Adele to come back. I appreciate the growth that she's had. <laughs> I I appreciate where she's at, but that 19 album was just it for me. I don't know. And maybe it's because there's nostalgia. I think too, like you mentioned with Diana Ross, it sounds like she's at the top not just for her talent and her ability and who she is as a singer, but there's that nostalgia there for you. And yeah. I feel like that's yeah, yeah, also yeah. what makes us really mm-hmm. appeal, or certain artists appeal to us more, is that nostalgia factor. But but I think if I think if you listen to that this new album all the way through, you'll you'll change your mind a little bit because I was stuck on twenty one, mm-hmm. and I said I said nothing could beat this until I heard this. Maybe I need I, to listen to it all the way through. Yeah. Me too, yeah. front to back. Yeah. yeah. Like in the, sh- in, in the like a story, yeah, like a story. Yeah, yeah. So so yeah. What, what about like? Because then you brought up Whitney Houston. Mm-hmm. I, I never was like I never no, was crazy about Whitney Houston. No, that is my girl. <laughs> I never I, got it. It's the same way like Luther Vandross, like the male version of that to me. I never got Luther Vandross what? like that. So yeah. I also feel like the way that so there is a really good podcast called Still Processing, and they did a whole I think it's like an hour plus long episode on Whitney Houston um, kind of talking about the fact that I think a lot I think one her marketing um, they talked about like the songs weren't quite what was in during the time for her mm-hmm. they tried to make her like they kind of gave her they, I think the word they used was like showboaty songs for a very young woman mm-hmm. um, and I think also her her personal life I think those to me I think those overshadowed because if you listen to I was just listening to her album on the way here which one um, they have like a greatest oh, hits okay. playlist. So her tone, like her voice, her tone, her tone. like it's so rich. Yeah. You know what though? The softness of it. And she sang so effortlessly. Like she could truly belt out. She right, wasn't right, right, straining. Right. You see some singers that try to hit notes mm-hmm. and they have it's, all the things yes. in their necks coming out. She yeah, just sang so true. effortlessly. Yeah. But don't you, 
there, there's just I think like there, there's singers who are like great singers who you just don't you just don't vibe with. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Of course. Yeah. Like like yours is uh Patty LaBelle, right? You like Patty LaBelle? Yeah. I never I never really like Patty yeah, LaBelle. Me <laughs> but because I feel like you be screaming, but you like you like that. Yeah, you but know what I'm now to your point though, I like Patty LaBelle, but I wouldn't put her top five right, 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 because right, right, she does scream a lot, right, right. and she and she does do <laughs> the unnecessary. I call vocal gymnastics where when you don't have to do that. Yeah. Where Adele doesn't have to do that. Yep. She could just sing. <laughs> Bringing it back. <laughs> she could just or or Whitney or Whitney. I was just gonna say Whitney. She, she don't have to do that. Aretha. Aretha. They, they, but I kind of identify Whitney with Whitney with the loud singing though. Not like Patty Patty type, but see, pow, powerful. Put but, it that way. But, power singing. But see, I think that I think all that switched after "I Will Always Love You." Song. Okay. Uh, and I, yeah, 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 I think, yeah, but yeah. pre that song, she was doing what, what you're talking about yeah. with the softness of her voice. Yep. Young Whitney, say I like Young Whitney mm. over post. I will always love you, Whitney, because then, because then she started screaming because everybody wanted to hear that. Yeah, and, and, say, and again, again, this that. is going into what we talked about with like the creative freedom, like yeah. creative control, like Adele probably has complete creative control right yeah whereas whitney oh they got managers okay right. you have to do you have to do this now that's exactly it and then her life the whole, it probably factors her whole life right and, she, and i also feel like artists like whitney houston like if drugs hadn't been a part of her story mm-hmm. how far would her would she have been able to go mm-hmm. like how much control would she have been mm-hmm. able to take back and start doing the music and use her voice in a different type of way like i think that with like amy winehouse janice joplin like yeah. they died so young yeah. before their voices even really got to reach the peak in their artistry um mariah carey I do love. Me I know. Some I know. Mariah some Carey. people have an affinity. Some people really like her. She's she can't sing live. 20. I don't think. I, no, no. Great point. Anytime, anytime you ever see Mariah Carey on stage, pay attention to her mouth. She lip syncs every <laughs> now, single time. Now, now I'm thinking this. like Arsenio Hall days. Mm-hmm. She when she performed Emotion live on Arsenio Hall, that was live and that was effortless. She's another yeah, one that yeah, could yeah. effortlessly the belt out notes. Young, now, young, young Mariah, yeah. Yes, now she. Yeah. I mean, she's kind of become a joke, and I think that's why. I think if you took away some of these people's like what their legacies ended up becoming through right. their personal lives, mm-hmm. I think she would be ranked much higher if mm-hmm. you just listen. But she's another one that kind of, I think, to stay relevant. She did things that maybe like she was in that hip hop thing, always would bust a rhyme and for she, a while. And she was, she, and she <laughs> would, yeah, 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 yeah. And she was on songs with old dirty bands and stuff. Yeah. But, <laughs> but, but, but if you remember, she was married to Tommy Matola, who was the owner of the record label. That's true. So he made her do a lot of things. Yeah, that is they, true. they get caught up in the yeah, whole, they up, yeah, they get caught up in that whole um world, and they, yeah. you know, eventually. You know, Beyonce probably has creative control, right? Oh, definitely. Definitely. She got power. So she but she, I mean, but Beyonce's been in the game for so yeah, long. Yeah. I think that has helped her too, is her yeah, longevity. Yeah, Sometimes yeah. I forget she's in the beginning, off in the she probably group. didn't have as much creative no, no, control. Yeah. But her parents and stuff was involved the too. The fact though, that so. her mom was a manager, I yeah. think, helped her out. Yeah. Um, her but dad also, too. going yeah. back to Mariah Carey, I read something recently because she just released a, a book or something, an yeah. autobiography. Oh, yeah. And. Apparently, she was talking about her struggle with her blackness. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if that phase of hers where she was doing stuff with old Dirty yeah, Bastard, yeah, yeah, Diddy, yeah. I felt like that was her way of I having a proof. voice with yeah. it. Exactly. Yeah. Like um, uh, Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> Jennifer Lopez, you can't sing, oh but she got to do her black Jenny for the block and all that stupid <laughs> stuff. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> her blackish music. Yeah, you're right. Um, so I was listening to uh, NPR the other day. And they had like an old school singer interview on there. I think the interview was being played from the eight from the eighties, right? But she was from like the sixties or something, maybe earlier than that. That that's when she was singing at her peak. I can't remember the, her name. Um, the Jonettes or something. I think she, was the group something along those lines. Mm-hmm. Like her name was Joan and Joan, and so it was like you know how they did groups back yeah, then. Yeah, her yeah. name was Joan, so it was Jonettes. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and she was talking about. It was very interesting. Like at first, it sounded dumb, but the more she talked, <laughs> I was like, "This is actually a dope interview." So yeah. she was talking about her experience back then. She's like, "You know, I was only fourteen, so and she had like this raspy voice. She's older at the time, you know, older woman, 
14 so you know we used to hang outside the clubs and you know my mom she put cigarettes in her mouth <laughs> she's like well i already smoked anyway but she didn't know that <laughs> so because they want us to look grown and yeah. you know blah blah, blah. Mm-hmm. but she started like so he's playing the music she started singing along with the music and she didn't have crazy pipes and nothing like that but just the sound of her voice the tone of it yeah the tone of her voice and the feel of it yep. and effortlessness of it mm-hmm. was like like I, I just felt something and yeah. it was just like an up-tempo yeah. song but it's like it was just so effortless and like I think that's missing from a lot of singers now, man. Yeah. Even yeah. like a Beyonce to a degree. Mm-hmm. Like that's just like she wasn't overly talented, mm-hmm. but it's just like that thing that just makes you mm-hmm. that just draws people to your sound. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I can't think of the word. Mm-hmm. But that you know, it comes from experiences. Yeah. It comes from you know, we talked we brought fifty cent earlier. The reason he got that like voice or whatever is cause of stuff he went through. Like, I remember I saw his uh what was it, a movie or something on him? Where he was basically talking about after he got shot. His voice changed. Yeah, yeah. And, and that and that's that became more of his when he started to take off. Yeah, Damn. just because of the voice. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And you can hear that experience just coming through in the delivery. Yeah. That's the same in, with Kanye. Kanye's first album, Through the Wire. If you go back and he's listen talking, to it, yeah. yeah, he's rapping like this because his his mouth right, is right, 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 yep. right. Yeah. So like like that natural feeling that comes from a singer that makes you relate to him and yeah. feel him. Right. You know what I mean? Um. I think that's missing from a lot of singers now because they just they doing you know popcorn type stuff. It's like you know they getting handpicked and they saying here I'm going to write this for you. It's not your experience. I'm writing this for you. You sing it. Yeah, I think it was Janis Joplin and a quote, and I'm paraphrasing, but she said something along the lines of like people want their singers to be miserable because then you could feel like they're real. You feel what they yeah. feel, and I, I think of it and it's like look at some of the really big people who people were drawn to. Michael Jackson. My poor boo was miserable as shit. Yeah. Had so many demons in his closet and people loved him. Yeah. It's almost like they were waiting. In some ways, we do have a twisted relationship with celebrities, too. It's almost sometimes like we're waiting to see their demise and their downfall. Now, now oh, yeah. and the thing with this this woman is like, she probably had her music, had her music written for her, right? Um, so she wasn't necessarily, wasn't necessarily her experience, but you could still, she enjoy, loved what she was doing. Right. You know what I'm saying? She had fun with it. This mm-hmm. was her life. I, she's like, I, I, you know, you're taking me back and mm-hmm. like all that. So you could feel that in mm-hmm. her delivery. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Even as an old woman singing along with it. So she still had that same type vibe, same raspy voice, mm-hmm. same enthusiasm about it. They was p- trying to play the music and you could hear her singing with it in the background. And it's <laughs> like, you know, what's, you know, what's, you know, what's beautiful about that? She probably looked like an old woman, but when she was in that, Studio. I can imagine she probably looked like the little girl. Yeah, yep. you know that I mean? youthness. It took her right back. Yeah, yep. that's a beautiful thing. I wonder if a lot of these modern day celebrities or singers, if that's how they feel about music. No, they don't. Like you talking about, you Doja told me before. Cat. Yeah, yep. Doja Cat. I was just about to say Doja, Doja Cat. Cat. I like Doja Cat. I like her music. Um, but I was surprised to hear her. Now I don't think she's complaining. I'm not going to put down. I don't know what she goes through. It sounds like she's very stressed with what she does. But I also was like, I don't really hear the love. And maybe it's because of how the music industry has turned. At that woman's age and at the time when she was doing music, mm-hmm. I know a lot of those singers during that time used to go into like random bars and have mm-hmm. the ability to just sing. I with think the she audience. was talking about, you said the cigarette thing. I think she was staying outside of like a bar or something yeah. like that. Yeah. But they just wanted to sing. Yeah. But, and you brought up Doja Cat. I remember I, I told Taj the. the List for the album of the year, album of the year, and I couldn't believe Doja Cat was on there. Oh, yeah. I actually, Joy, actually, I told you I don't really. She all right? No, no, I, no. I, I some songs I really like, but album of the year right, right, caliber. Right, right. Like I'm but not that just showed you how much the bar yeah. is. Yeah, Ari Lennox. Now Ari Lennox, I would wait, say wait, she's wait, in my you top. You didn't finish Doja Cat. You said that she actually said that she lost like creative. She creative yeah, control because she said that. Not even just a creative control because there's so many other things that she's being forced to do, ah. like photo shoots mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Oh, okay, she's like, right, I just right. want to be able to create she music. Her enthusiasm. Yeah, right. she's like, but my motivation isn't really there because she almost has to be a machine with it. Yeah, she can't crank really out tap into exactly. Yeah. Most most true artists just want to be that. Just yeah. want to make music. Yeah, but not do all the other. Yeah, I think she was upset because she had to keep cranking out 
music on their timeline and all that without kind of stuff. the yeah. being able to have the creative right. freedom that she mm-hmm. really wanted and she was frustrated with all this shit like photo shoots yeah, and, and i guess and you lose the quality of your music right. it becomes more about being forced to crank out stuff yeah. right. on the timeline or there's a video of her the song that like was what was the song say so mm-hmm. there's a video of her i guess she hates performing that song now and she just looks they asked her to perform it at some event and you should see her going through the motions she like just, this like yeah. she's just over it you, well, well, if you think about it, Dre, even when we was performing and stuff like that, we wasn't performing a lot. But it's some song you just like, I'm tired of song. <laughs> now you got to manufacture yeah, enthusiasm. Yeah. Now that's curious to me though, because what gets is it just over repetition? What it's gets repetition. you to that point when you created that? Like at some point you were excited about it. We were excited about it, but then after listening to it over and over in the studio, <laughs> then he got to sit there and listen to it for hours mixing it. Right, mixing then we got to perform yo. it. Then we, oh no, we got practice at first. Then we got to perform. It's yep. just like, all right, okay. man, we over this. Okay. I don't want to hear, I don't want to hear uh, whatever song. No Battle more. Snake. Battle whatever snake, whatever, whatever it was. I don't want to hear it no more. No more. Stink, stink, snake, snake, whatever it was. I've always been curious about that because I've heard other um, artists say the same thing like there's certain yeah. songs like I think Beyonce has said that she never wants to perform booty <laughs> Well, yeah. Shanta, if you think about how many times they gotta many, they gotta perform yeah, their stuff perform and then right. and then and then a lot of times I think even with us that old song alright we're, we're past that but but your fans or whoever still love that right, song right. but you want to the next do it up, I want to create something else listen to that no no we want no no here over here you know, yeah, no, 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 no. it's nude it up yeah <laughs> I can imagine. And then the nostalgia aspect of it, because I get excited anytime I hear say so. I'm like, yes. So to see her not having a good time, it's like, oh. (laughs) I feel like I shouldn't be having a good time. She probably hates it. She hates it. But she she got to perform it. Yeah. She has to. It's because everything is heavily capitalized, monetized. I think that was another beauty of back in the day, too. Like, I heard of. I heard it. I think Janis Joplin was excited over making like a thirty thousand dollar music deal at the time. Mm-hmm. It was. I think there's something to be said yeah. about humble beginnings and keeping things humble. Now yeah. people get a million dollars, and then there's all that up. Like you got to maintain this lifestyle. Have mm-hmm. five Rolls Royce. Mm-hmm. Is a Rolls Royce a car? A good car? I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know um, but see, that's that's the thing. Like there's artists out there who would forgo that for for having their creative freedom and being able to live a humble life without all of that stuff mm. it's very few of them but they they're out there you know what i'm saying and they like their little fan base they they got their patreon audiences or whatever yeah. it is mm-hmm. and they they comfortable with that mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying because they don't want to have to subject themselves to that you see it the most in hip-hop because hip-hop really i believe at this point there has to be some compromise for you to become a real successful in hip hop. If you don't, you become a most deaf. You become you become most deaf. You become a Talib Kweli, and those are, those are the artists that are cool with not having that because they don't want to compromise themselves. I don't even think a yeah. compromise. I think a sacrifice. Right. I think yeah. it's much more than just compromising. Right. Um, and then there on the flip side, I feel like there's artists like Ari Lennox. I'd say she's in my top five. And people have gotten on her for expressing her frustration and her anger because I think she is a phenomenal soul singer, mm-hmm. especially for nowadays. But like like you mentioned Doja Cat, like I was surprised that Ari's album wasn't being nominated. Mm-hmm. That's an amazing soul album. It's a, a rapper, a female rapper. I've heard her stuff on like I think I heard on t- on like some show I was watching or whatever. And she rapped, but she rapped in like a singy rapping style. And I was like, who's this girl? Like, she dope, but she's Rami Lauren Hill a little bit. And I just, I couldn't get her name, but I, I never heard her. And she don't get played much. I think she might be from Chicago. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. It's not No Name, No it Name, is her. it? It might be her. I like No yeah. Name. But then yeah. she kind of went on her black soapbox. Oh, oh, that's the one that, all right. That came yeah. for J. Cole. Right. Oh, yeah. that was her. Oh, she right. she went, I, I really right. like her stuff because she's yeah. into comic books. And that's the thing. She, right, right, she right, talks right, about right, a different right. side of bl- the black experience. Mm-hmm. And so I was really drawn to her. Yeah, I didn't like yeah. the J. Cole thing. Then she like went that. on her black soapbox, in which I yeah. will talk about in another podcast. Right, <laughs> she right. tried to gatekeep blackness. Yeah, right. you can't be doing that. And now you don't hear from her no more. <laughs> <laughs> she's, gone, she's gone extinct. <laughs> Wait, so real quick, I'm curious. Can we do a run through of everybody's top five? I don't. I can't do my. You top can't five. do your top five. Yeah. But but I think you you know I, I named Diana Ross. I named Adele. Um, Lauren Hill put her on, even though she had the one album, really the one popular album. Um, Aretha Franklin. I want to put. Girl. I want to put um, Nina Simone on there. Mm. Mm. 
She's one that had a really unique voice. Yeah. So I'm I'm, I'm gonna say those five. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go Whitney, Aretha, Adele, Streisand. Huh. Interesting. And uh, you said Aretha, Adele, Streisand, Whitney. You keep dropping Whitney from. (laughs) And uh, I might go Nina Simone. Okay. Just off the top. I think I would go Whitney, Aretha, Ari Lennox. <laughs> this is all time. <laughs> I love Ari are we, Lennox. Are we, are we clear with the criteria? Yeah. Well, look, I put I put Laura Hill in the arena. I love she, Ari no, Laura Hill's let's go. Um, She's legendary. Yeah. Adele. Now I love Ari Lennox, by the way. And I would say probably Janice Joplin. That's my girl. <laughs> I mean, that's my girl. <laughs> Her life was just so sad. Am I leaving somebody off? I'm trying to think. Amy Winehouse would be my honorable mention. No, I think I'm comfortable with my five. Yeah. I'm comfortable with my five. But now, oh, but, oh, now Etta James. but now this this yeah, is Yeah, people like that. Etta, but I wasn't really into yeah. Etta James but music, see, but she could sing her, you know, she could sing. But yeah. I but I think just like hip hop is is so many that you right. can't really pigeonhole on. That's five. yeah, that's so true. But then also in comparison to the hip hop list, what's your criteria though? All right, right. Is it true right. artists? Is it just belting out songs is it you know what i mean so yeah. performance mm, performance beyonce. the whole package did you name you didn't name beyonce no now i gotta go back and <laughs> you rethink it i might take out wait okay Janice yeah. Joplin. i might take yeah. off janice and put beyonce hey, because like beyonce up there with me too but yeah it's just so i fuck with beyonce heavy yeah so it's and, and then you have it i'd have a different different uh list also for respect because if i'm talking about respect beyonce is on my list right you know what i mean yeah but just my personal top five now. Right. I I I looked up. I just wanted to be curious of what the world thought was the top whatever. Mm. Do you know that they had? Uh, I don't even know if I want to hear this, man. Taylor Swift. Oh my god. On this list. As number two, Beyonce's number one. I said Taylor what? Swift is number two. I think Adele was Taylor number three. Swift. What? I thought the same thing. I was like, Taylor are we thinking the same Taylor Swift? I do not Mariah get Carey this is number four. And Lady Gaga is number five. Lady Gaga is actually. Lady Gaga talented. can sing. Lady Gaga can sing. But Taylor Damn. Swift? No. Oh my she god. Whispers, she whispers. She whispers talk. Man. That is insulting. Yeah, I don't. I don't consider her an artist. Anyway, all right, we out. Make sure you support our podcast. We talked about these um these artists and stuff out here that make whole careers off of Patreon. <laughs> 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 also, podcasts that make whole careers off of Patreon. So make y'all support us at Patreon. P a t r e o n dot com backslash Taji Akib. That's T a j i a q i b. Or go to Taji Akib dot com. T a j i a q i b again. And you see the links there, Patreon, even you can support on Cash App if you want. It's all there for a little as a dollar a month. Contribute to what we're doing to keep us on air, for lack of a better term, so we can keep doing this, giving y'all these, this great content. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to treat y'all to something since Dre brought that up earlier. Stink, Stink, Stunk is one of those songs that we used to get tired of performing all the time. Um, so, uh, what, like 20, 25 years ago, it was Wet Behind the Ears, Taj, and Wet Behind the Ears, Dre. Uh, you'll be able to tell from the style of it. Stink, stink, stunk. I'm going to play that on the outro. So, that's it for our show today. For Shantae, Taji, Dre, we out. Peace. Fingers on love. Peace. Take offense, call me ignorant, boo, conceited Cause I told you to beat it, cause I told you to go find a scrub Yo, you just might need it, and so with it Your brain, baby, dope, done hit it Dudes must have been capping your head up And you just don't get it, I'm saying It's the truth, shorty, you stink, stink, dunk Yeah, I might take a ride with you if you sit in the trunk So why matter what I'm driving, whatever it is Ain't yours, I'm helping, was a rental You still throw me them drawers As long as it seem like I got money Could be my boys, but if I'm copping, you jockin' And I'm good as in there knocking. I keep popping that scrub, look and see how much you gain Don't you know you just selling yourself to every dude with change Are you feeling good about yourself? Got a nerd to act fly Cause you could pop a couple stones From some rich fat guy Please woman, you just another bird With a cute grill And one show for me It's 40 shorties booze to fill And there's no telling how many times You done did it before Yeah, you might look clean and act clean But you still want sure, and I mean Think It's the way you think Hey You think I want that? No thanks Hunk. And I can smell the funk Mind, body, and soul All feel you funk Think It's the way you think Want that? No thanks. Oh. And I can smell the funk. Mind, body, and soul all feel you funk. You a freak in the morning, freak in the evening, a freak all day. So what you got? Is-